This is The School on Austin Street, a podcast about philosophy and literary reflections with your host, Kulsum Karakoch, an English teacher at Kinder HSPVA. Our guest today is Kimberly Hines, school registrar at Kinder HSPVA, previous math teacher, and lover of the arts. We're going to dive into this key question, which is, why do we feel sadness? And um, and then I'm just going to go into um, a few of the the vignettes in Sandra Cisneros's house on Mango Street, and yeah. um, and just talk about what Sandra Cisneros or what Esperanza, the the, the protagonist, um, thinks about sadness and it's you know how we you know why why people feel it in her community and the people she knows. So, um, so before we get started with the actual book, um, where do you, why do you think, why do you think we feel sadness as humans? <laughs> That's so profound. This is a philosophy club question, isn't it? It kind and of I'm is. And I missed several. It's okay. Um, we aren't meeting anymore. I know. And of course, I thought about that. Also, I found the book in my daughter's um, room from her high school years and read. I can't remember which one I read, too. So I'm glad that I did. It was it's just always I mean, it's such a good book. So what, anyway, what, what book was it? The House oh, on Mungo Street. Yeah, oh, she still it? had it. She's a book freak. And so she keeps everything. And so I, I was like, this is in her room somewhere. And it was, so that was kind of nice um, to be able to read it, you know, with you kind of. Um, Thank you. So, <laughs> well, of course. Um, so anyway, sadness. So I thought about it a lot because you texted me the question and I think, I mean, I think that there are personalities and people who are a little bit predisposed um to feeling it and then I started thinking about why that would be right so so sadness is linked to loss and loss can be anything loss can loss is perceived loss right um as I see it loss is is a perception of something that's missing lacking gone suddenly gone um and with uh Sandra Cisneros, of course, over and over and over again, it had to do with the house. Yeah. It had to do with a, a place to be and a place to, a place of security and safety and, and belonging. And then of course the, I guess, status, um, that's probably the wrong word. Anyway, I'm associated with that. But yeah. humans are Yeah. I so mean, I think there's a lot of shame. I think there's just sh- a lot of shame. Yep throughout and that shame brought her a feeling of like despair too you know yeah yeah so then you said so sadness so people feel sadness or humans feel sadness when they perceive loss I guess but it can be it's different for different people obviously yeah Um, I like the idea of perceived loss yeah that's that's perfect um I, I was, you know, when I was, when I was thinking about this question, I totally, you know, whenever I tackle anything philosophical, I always just think about myself first. And then, yeah. um, and sometimes it's hard to get out of the web of myself to think about others. <laughs> Cause I could just be 
like, oh yeah, I'm so predisposed to sadness and this is when I fall sad and blah, 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 blah. But um, for me, yeah, it's, it's definitely loss, but it's, but I think, I think it's like, it's almost like this enjoyable feeling for me. I mean, Mm. I almost felt like there's kind of like a coziness to it Mm. um, that is really bizarre that I find it kind of comforting. I mean, how messed up is that? But it's, um, but it, cause it's been, it's been, I've always been sort of melancholy and I've been in my own world in my own head a lot and so I think it has to do with thinking too much Hmm. (laughs) Um, and and so there's that and like not being satisfied and so there is it's not it's not quite like I think there's so much there's such a spectrum right of of sadness like it can be like very subtle and um kind of nagging you a little but then it can be really really intense and and deep kind of you know like pain you know right um so so yeah I think my I've definitely been predisposed to it and there have been moments Mm -hmm. where I've really I've really you know swum I guess in the lake of sadness um Mm. But I, um, but throughout, uh, I, I feel like it has to do with, I think this idea of perception, right? Like you talked about is it, it's kind of like, if I, I'm always going to be able to find something I'm not happy about in my life. And as long as I have that desire for something else or something more then I'm going to feel, you know, a, a little bit of pain. Um, and of course, maybe, maybe this is this, the, this is the reaction of somebody who hasn't lost someone super close, mm-hmm. uh, because I haven't, you know, I, and, and so I wonder like, you know, do I even have a right to, to talk about this topic? Um, <laughs> so of I, I'm, you do. yeah, but I mean, it's, I, I, I don't, yeah, you were you were talking about your your thoughts, and I was just kind of chiming in a little bit with mine. But you, there's a second question, and that is, um, how does sadness relate to hope? And I was I was wondering how you'd you know if you thought about that definitely. Yeah. And you used the word when you when you texted me the question, or and also when we talked about it in person, you used the word despair as well as sadness. oh yeah, but, sorry, yeah, yeah. And so I think that that's important. I want to throw something in though about what you just said. Um, you used the word melancholy and melancholy is one of the personality types that's um, identified, right? There's like, the only ones I can think of right now are sanguine and melancholy and sanguine is like the, and this is in one of the personality profiles and yeah. sanguine is like that you can't get them down people because they're never mind. It's all that psych stuff. Um, but um but the melancholy person is the, the one who, like you, you just described it, like just sort of swims in the lake of sadness and that's yeah. okay to do. Um, yeah. So that was interesting. You used the word for the personality type. Um, okay. So despair and hope, and it's really strange. I don't mean to be like a complete downer, but it's really interesting timing on this because in the past nine days in the little tiny community I live in, right? Like mm-hmm. in, up, up in Newton, Texas, well, Newton and Jasper attached to each other. So there's a grand total of 10,000 people in the, in the joined towns. 
Last week, one of my former students, well, it's not about me. Last week, one of the former students from Jasper, who is a year younger than my daughter, took her own life um, in a just horrible, tragic, like you talk about despair. I mean, that's, that's the root of, of those acts. It's just the the despair. And then yesterday in our tiny little town, um, the boy she had been seeing uh, followed followed suit. And so oh I know, God. I know. It's just it. You just and so when these things happen, you're you think about it anyway. Of course, you think as a teacher, you think, oh my gosh, what should I have done differently five years ago that would have, you know, girded her up better or whatever. But then you just start thinking about these kids and how do they get there, and what's all it all it can possibly be is just the hope is not visible to them anymore. And I think that hope and despair are like, I think it's like darkness and the smallest candle because if despair is like utter and complete darkness, which I'm not making any statements about darkness or light. I'm just physics wise. If you have, if, if you let complete darkness represent despair, hope can be the absolute smallest pinprick of light and it, and it's there and it's, and it's vibrant and it's something t- that you can, something that a person can see and reach towards and aim for. But if it's gone, it is. It's the gone. end of your life. Yeah. I mean, I, or I just, it, yeah, it could be, it might as well be right. I mean, it's, it's very, apparently. yeah. It, yeah. I just think the tiniest bit of hope kind of drowns out despair drowns out isn't a good word but um yeah and again going back to your your idea of perception like it's perceived like um perceived hope too right 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 um because it's it's just your ability to perceive whatever like perceive perceive the future perceive getting out of um the pain that you're in um yeah yeah and they can't they they these two kids in particular, just that that's, it's just my, my frame of reference this week, which is weird. Um, these two kids just couldn't find it. They just couldn't find where anything was besides hopelessness, which I guess is almost synonymous with despair. Yeah. Yeah. Just couldn't, couldn't perceive that there was any hope at all. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I, you know, this, this reminds me of, um, I know we're getting off topic and that's okay. We're actually not getting off topic because I think this is going to be really good. Um, once I, I, I edit it down a little bit, but I think this reminds me of, um, 10 years ago. Well, about five years ago, actually. Um, I, my, my, the class that I sponsored at DeBakey class of 2010, we had, uh, about five years ago, they were, they were probably 23 years old about four mm. kids four kids almost back to back to back had taken Took their lives mm-hmm. holy moly but you know they were they were asian south asian you know families and um they wouldn't say they said they died in their sleep mm. and they wouldn't say that it was um suicide but I had spoken to some other students because they were all going to U of H I think one of them was like um pre-med and yeah so like they were all these 
and, and and there was just this, it's like this, this picture I saw on, on one of the students' Facebook where he was like, they, he was close to the girl who had taken her life right after he took his life. And it was just like, they were in this picture and it was just haunting. It was just, just horrible, wow. you know? Mm. And it was four students and it was like one, one month, two of them. And then a few months later, another two. And it was almost like they were all connected or something, you know, it was very, very, and, and all of them were mysterious and the parents wouldn't talk about it. You know, it was just like, oh, they died, you know, try, like they just out of the blue. Um, so then there's this shame wrapped into it as well. And, um, and it's, it's horrible, but yeah, I mean, I think this is a topic where, you know, suicide is inevitably going to come up, right? Because right. there is no, yeah, there's, that's the ultimate sadness. Um, yeah. I mean, that's just an act of, I, there's no other, there's no other option. I mean, it, they, they know that it's permanent and they know, I mean, let's say they know what they're doing to, you know, to a certain degree, they know what they're doing. And so it, it's gotta be that they see no other option at all. And that's just, and it's, I mean, I know it's very, I, I, I acknowledge, I don't know. I acknowledge that it's very, very real and that depression, like the, con, the chronic depression is a lot of times involved, but again, it's, a, it's a perception of there is no hope. I mean, hope, it's such a little word and we throw it around and we do things like hope so and cross our fingers and yeah, it's such a force or the lack of it is such a force. The absence of hope is such a force. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I'm, and I'm sure some people would, would kind of say that, Hey, it's a chemical thing and, you know, depression is chemical and, and, and all, and all of that. And I think there's, there's truth to all of it. You right. know, there's, there is, but I feel like the root of it is it's different for everybody. Right. Um, right. Like you said, like some people are predisposed, you know, there's events that take place that trigger us. Um, there are situations we're in where we just need to be get, getting out of it, like like a job that is just sucking the happiness <laughs> out of you, you know, for instance. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry that that made me laugh. <laughs> sorry, it's just, you know. But, you know, there's so many things that some of them, you know, are environmental reasons and some of them are just these huge losses that we can't fathom and can't bear to to physically get through, you know? Yeah. Um. And then some of us are just predisposed and need the right medication to get through a time or maybe, maybe get through life. I mean, some people do, right? So it's, yeah. When you just said that about get through a time, I didn't even think about that because the chemical changes that come with sometimes with the hormonal stuff of age, um, like, you know, when you're 14 or whatever, but also like postpartum and that's right yeah. I'd forgotten actually for that there's a there's a seasonal kind of um depression I mean um the chemicals in your brain so yeah I, I forgot that Why? Okay. it's such a topic <laughs> are you there okay. testing testing one two three